This computer? Yes, okay, and just like that, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 25 of the Mike Acuna podcast. Uh, first off, I'd like to greet all of the fellas, the ladies, and the non-binaries who are listening right now. Thank you so much sa episodes of the Mike Acuna podcast so far. And also, I want to greet my friends from Betchai's Food Delivery Service. God damn, they have the best. Ang sarap nung chili nila. Um, you're not supposed to talk yet, but I'm asking you a question, but <laughs> it's kind of confusing on your end. But yeah, um, they are uh, located here in Sampaloc. And uh, if you if if you have um, any gatherings in the near future that would uh, require a lot of food, you know, from just family cravings, Bechai is extending her family's table to you and we offer home cooked specialties without extenders and preservatives perfect for gatherings you wouldn't want to miss so ito lang hahanapin niyo sa facebook betchay's lang that's betchay tapos may apostrophe s tapos it's very very in- informative nakalagay dito meron silang faq neil right uh, meron silang uh, faq don't talk yet <laughs> this is got to be the most uh, <laughs> anyway they uh, uh, the the FAQs, uh, for example, I'm going to show you this. It's uh, about shawmai. Right. So what are the varieties of shawmai? Sa mga may hilig nakumain ng shawmai, there's pork, there's pork and shrimp, tapos merong beef. So tatlong variations yun. Is it ready to eat once it gets to your doorstep? Yes, it is already steamed, but you may order it frozen. Just like... Uh, I was going to make an X joke, but why? Okay, anyway, how much is it? For the pork, it's 120 a dozen. Uh, pork and shrimp, 130 pesos a dozen. And beef is 200 a dozen. Of course, it's going to be slightly ex- more expensive compared to the others just because it's beef. And what are the modes of payment? Meron silang BPI, BDO, and GCash. Ngayon, how do I get it? Okay, pwede tayong mag-pick up. Or you can also have it, have it delivered via Angkas. Grab me, no grab, or Lala Move. Okay, yeah. So Betchai's, I mean, God, ang daming, ang daming nilang offerings. They have lasagna, they have laing, they have the, the chili sauce that I mentioned, which is amazing. Also, uh, they have baked freaking sushi. Jesus Christ, they have everything. So make sure that uh, you look up Betchai's, including you, Neil. I'm going to be checking on you after this. Uh, Betchai's. Uh, if you look at the logos, uh, the, the logo on on Facebook, mahikita nyo nakalagay Betchay's established 2017. All right, doing everything that we can to support our fellow Filipinos in a time of uncertainty, and of course, food is never a bad business. My guest for today, you know, I asked him how he wanted to be introduced. But he's just so modest and just such a real person. Well, he is a radio DJ at Jam 88.3. He is also a voice actor. One of the finest ones in the Philippines, mind you. And I'm proud to call him my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Neil Corona. Hey, Neil. What's hey. up? My God. <laughs> Thanks, Kuya Mike. Uh, what, a, what an intro. Oh, my gosh. That was a 10-seconder. That was a ten Still, uh, it's, <laughs> it's so hard to hear people talk about you. <laughs> I know how you like, feel. I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Because 
you know, I used to think that I was a person who knew how to graciously receive comments or, or compliments. Hindi pala. Mm-hmm. Hindi pala ako ganun. Parang, ang tagal kong dinanay sa sarili ko, especially, you know, being just, just, just like yourself, I'm sure you are familiar with this feeling na ang mga tao ay pamilyar sa'yo. You are still in yeah. that game, you know. Pamilyar ang mga tao sa'yo and you need to be able to get over the Merong mga tao kasi, and, and may mga kilala tayo na ganito eh, na kapag sinabihan mo ng papuri, parang, nag-wonder pa rin sila, do I say thank you? Yeah. Do I, pag sinabi kong thank you, baka sabihin nila malaki yung ulo ko. Hindi, <laughs> di ba? May mga ganun pa rin. People who have been yeah. um, defaulting to that, to that mode, when really there's, when you think about it, there's nothing wrong with saying thank you. Right? Yeah. So, um, how do you how do you handle compliments? I'm sure you get a lot of them. Um, I'm more of like I usually just say thank you uh, if they if they tell me compliments. But usually in the back of my head, I have this. Uh, I think it's the perfectionist in me that usually asks, "Okay, but what did I do wrong?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not what to the detriment of myself. Yeah, it's not like to, to my detriment, but it's more like sometimes I feel like I can be caged by compliments so easily. So I'm, I greatly appreciate com- um, compliments, but I adore people who criticize me and criticize me from a point of, um, what do you call this? Care, I guess, if that makes sense. Because I don't know, I'm a person who constantly just wants to, keep on improving and sometimes it's like what Jimi Hendrix said it's like uh, he doesn't like compliments that much he'd rather te- he'd rather people tell him what's wrong so he can work on it and be better so <laughs> I guess it's me just <laughs> making excuses for not taking the compliment very seriously or more like I don't know how to- I-, I feel very uncomfortable with <laughs> compliments <laughs> well I would I would take you any day compared to say a guy who pretends to be modest yeah parang i think but in their heads they're the fucking shit you know like yeah. i'm the shit i actually deserve that people people like yourself you know would think twice and it's not because you're mm-hmm. unsure of yourself it's because you have a level head that says all right don't let get don't let that get into your head don't let yeah that get yeah into your head. And, I, and it's, it's harder to get compliments. It's so much harder to get compliments from people that, uh, that you're friends with, that you care for. Because, you know, these people already know you, and yet they still see a good light in you. Uh, does that make sense? It's like, wow. Yeah, I, I think uh, You have a level of intimacy that they can Wait, still compliment. Mo, um, hindi lahat ng tao nakakasalamuhan ng mga ganong kaibigan. You know what I mean? Like, there are friends that you keep around for pure, purely for association because you have the same um, interests. You know, yes. you, both, you like drinking, like driving around, you have, you like some gipsal, whatever the fuck it is. Pero, when a friend is able to step back and say, you know what, Neil? Yeah, seryoso, ah, you're doing something right here. You know? Yeah. And, you oh know, ibang klase yun. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's another there's another thing that I'd like to share with you real quick before we move on. Gary Vaynerchuk 
said um, <laughs> that, you know, it doesn't matter to him whether he receives criticism for what he does or whether he, okay, whether whether he receives criticism for what he does, Ma, can you go? <laughs> 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 so it doesn't matter whether he receives criticism or praise it's because at the end of the day the people who give him the, that criticism and that praise don't know the the amount of effort that it takes for yes. him to get where he is but um yes. you know it, you don't know if it's minimal minimal effort you don't know if it's maximum mm. effort uh so you know, at the end of the day, you know, he just he's just so focused in what he does. And that's why he, yeah. he has my respect. Um, yeah. I think that's why you and I are uh, like close friends, because we like the we like the grind. We like the the hustle of working. I know you as like one person who's like, what's we am I doing now? Oh, dude, he's here right now. He's doing this. Oh, wait, yeah. he was in this studio. Yeah. The, we am I doing that? Oh, he's recording his podcast. What? Quit a mic. <laughs> yeah, you know you get you gotta hustle. You you get it. You get it. Um, yeah. Hey, SDI, palang remember SDI? Oh like, yeah. You were this. You were this. Well, we were we were kids running around in that <laughs> building and just you know shouting at each other whenever you know whenever we have the chance. Hey, deal. Hey, a mic. It was a yeah. really fun vibe, and I knew right then and there that. You know that light that you were talking about. You know, I I saw what your friends were seeing. I oh. saw I saw the light in you. Okay, now what you want to do is crumple that compliment, throw yes. it away, and just pick it up when you're cleaning the house tomorrow. <laughs> How yeah. did you, you? We were talking offline. Um, was it yesterday when you shared with me? When you shared with me that uh, being a DJ is something that you've always wanted. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, it's funny, um, but you know how like sometimes in movies, there are the, uh, stereotypes of the driven kids who are like, when I'm a young, when I'm older, I want to be doing this. I want to be doing that. Yeah. And that was me when I was like, what, um, five or six hearing radio for the first time and hearing people talk behind it. I was like, Wow. I want to do that. Though I didn't know what it was. I thought there were like people inside the radio just talking to me on my ears and whatever. But yeah. And I brought that along until high school, until college. And so it never, uh, yeah, my first, yeah, no, it was just something that I've always wanted to do. And I felt like that's where I was going to go. And I think I'm really blessed to have, that kind of perspective that, oh, I know where I want to go at a very early age. So not denying that kind of wisdom or I think that just premonition to go into that thing. I went for it head on and everything uh, that I've been doing in my life has just revolved around trying to get to where I am now. Do, do you think at some point that, you know, maybe, you know, attraction was at play? Because whatever oh, you hold in your mind is going to materialize. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Because I think, uh, you know, if you have a goal and mm -hmm. if you want to do something mm -hmm. and it's deep-seated, you know, it's not just like, oh, I want to do this tomorrow. Yeah. But it's like that kind of burning passion that you just want to do this thing. Yeah. And like you can't sleep 
thinking about what you're going to do when you're there, how you're going to segmentize your show, or when you're on your way to school, to work or whatever, you just live and breathe that goal. Dude, that was me. And everything else just aligned to it. Because I think the universe where God was listening to me and he was like, you really want that? Yes, I do. Please, I want to be here. And very, very fortunate to have had um, people who have helped me out, people who by a stroke of luck I've met and have just uh, guided me towards that goal. And I don't know, I'm here right now. It feels weird, but at the same time, it feels like a dream. Yeah, because you really are hitting that button, that red button in the in the booth, and you're mm. speaking alone in the booth, pre-quarantine, of course, but at the same time, you're talking to the city, the whole city. Oh, yeah. That's such a weird feeling. That's such yeah. a weird feeling to, to know that when you push that red button, you're not just talking to yourself anymore. You're talking to thousands of people in right. their cars, probably listening on their phones, probably even abroad. Yeah. And everything you say, they will somehow remember. And it aids them in their day. That is such a crazy feeling to have that power. But at the same time, it's like such a humbling experience. Yeah, it is. It is. Remember your first time in the booth? Oh, my God. Yeah. Was I was it? like a little kid. Did, did you like, I was like uh, a little kid. Did you have any boo-boos during your first board work? By the way, uh, uh, to our listeners, that's what we call it. The DJs call it board work. It's not going, it's not necessarily going on air. That's what we're doing. We're going on air, but it's called board work. Okay. So for Neil's first board work, was there like a memorable thing that happened? A a (laughs) boo-boo? Was there a cat inside that? (laughs) Yeah, there was, there's a cat outside my house right now. I think it's dying. I don't know. (laughs) But boo-boo. How was it like? How, how, How did you feel? How did you feel about that first time? when you went the first time I was um, I was in the booth um, it was just jitters jitters I was like like slow tremors actually seeing myself sitting behind the board the mic is in front of you mm-hmm. and then you're controlling the songs it's like am I really doing this really you are there. It's now, like, that yeah, yeah. And you, I, I can't believe it because I think all of my life I've just been imagining how it's going to go. And you're mm-hmm. there. And it's funny too because uh, the first time I ever went on board, uh, I tried out songs first. Um, that's how we start off in jam. You test you out the out songs. songs. Yeah, you try out the songs. Who comes uh, up with For an R, you try to do, um, what do you call this? Okay. Uh, Podcasting in the time of uh, the internet. Well, yeah. Uh, Uh, Zoom era, if you might. Uh, We're experiencing a bit of a delay. It just showed on my screen your internet connection is unstable. I'm going to be editing that out. But let's go back to Neil. Yeah. There was, there was, you were arranging songs. Is that, that's what I last heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was arranging songs that sounded well together. And I think that's one good thing about me being in jam is that the music there was something that I was very familiar with. Not 
extremely familiar because um, last I heard from Lambert Cruz, our program director and our music director. Shout out to Lambert. Jam has the most number of songs in their playlist for the whole of, I think, Southeast Asia. As far as I know. Wow. I think we have like 3,000 to 4,000 songs. And, Already? Uh, yeah. I know a few songs from there, uh, a significant amount that I think I could make a really good playlist. But even me being there for a year and a half already, it's still such a mountain to climb with all of the songs. And so first day in the booth was like that, just putting in songs, listening out, following the clock that we had. Yeah. And it was like, oh, wow, that looks good. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, that sounds good. And that was the first week. And Lambert, I think, saw... um, how I could handle myself with arranging songs. And uh, he let me start talking two days later. Okay. And that was the first boo-boo on air. Uh, I was playing a song and then I forgot to turn off the mic. Uh And then I remembered a song that I wanted to play. And I was like, oh, I I know this guy, this guy who's going to be playing, the the guy in the song. I I know him personally. And I was like, Brian! Okay. And I shoot back a glance on the button and it was like, uh, I said that on air. I said oh that on my. air. I said that on air. <laughs> Does your friend Ryan know about this happening? No, I don't think so. Well, he so will. Ryan, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. He will. He'll gain wind of this. Um, uh, what's Ryan's last name? Uh Forgot his last name. <laughs> right. Not a yeah. problem. The first time I went on air, it's not that you're scared of the microphone. Mm. In my case, uh, in my case, it's not that you're scared of the microphone. I've been hosting for years, but it took a while for me to to wrap my head around the fact that oh shit, I'm gonna be talking to the city. And mm. and you know a lot of a lot of 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 ideas on what to say and make it sound interesting for the, make it sound memorable for the first time i'm going on air doing my doing my board work they were just flowing in and yeah. then pagkabukasko pagkapindutko you're still listening to home radio 97.9 and uh, you've got mike on the mic this is, here's the next song that's what i said okay even for even for you know a station that was not that famous for millennial music Mm. that was a low (laughs) that was a low for me (laughs) oh my god God. like uh it was it was it's a it's a very daunting task being a radio dj wouldn't you yeah yeah um i'm after a year being in the in the booth and doing this, I understand why it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, there has to be so much self management when you're on air. What kind of especially is um, it? Because what people don't understand when it comes to our profession. Pause. Uh, it's hard. What, yeah. what people don't understand, aka the people who say na, ah, madali lang maging DJ, laway lang ang puhunan. Okay. Yes. Please proceed. 
that's it's 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 hard to be on air because there are so many translations of yourself that you need to filter out first. You can't just be wholly you on air because there are certain parts of your personality that might not be um, broadcast quality. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 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 There, there, the, um, the unfiltered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, when you're going on air, there's that idea first that you have listeners. Mm-hmm. You have to consider what they want to hear, mm-hmm. how they want to hear it, and do that, does that fit with the kind of branding that your station has? I get the branding, but do we really know what people want to listen to just based on BPM and tempo and, ah. you know, like, yeah, there's just so much work that goes into it. I'm not complaining, okay? We did it. But at the same time, you know, there is that demand, not not from the people who listen to us, but from mm. from management and from the other DJs. There's this mold that we have, to, a mold of music that we have to play music around in. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so you auditioned for Jam. Were you... Did you audition as an air checker, a, a, a junior jock? Is that how it happened for you? No. Um, I applied for Jam as a DJ, and they got me as a DJ. There was no uh, junior jock program at the time, so and they had an opening. So uh, I was at the right time at the right place for that moment. Yes, I'd say you are because most of... Uh, most of the radio stations here in here in Metro Manila, at least, they would rarely, and most especially, JAMA. Mm-hmm. I would know because I auditioned for them. I auditioned for for a spot in there, man. We could have been workmates, but it's 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 tough for for reasons I'm not able to explain right now. Uh, but you know, being there's one thing that's undoubtedly true. Being a part of Jam 88.3, one of the longest standing radio stations in the history of the Philippines, you know, you guys all have a genuine gift of gab. Wouldn't you say? Uh, like, Candy uh, has it, Jobim yeah. has it, Lambert has it, even, yeah. sorry, Steve? Steven? Yeah, Steven, Steven. Steven, there we go. Yeah. Steven has it. They're not yeah. just... They're not just personalities, and and they know the radio s- style or the radio type of conversation. Yeah, you know that's why the it's it's a, I'd say it's it's a station for m- a good number of the listeners are purists when it comes to music. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. From from how I've observed it too, and like when I got some training from the other jocks. It's different when you're in jam. And I said this on record in, um, what do you call this? In uh, something that I moderated like uh, with other student jocks. Okay. To be in jam, you don't, you can't just be a personality. You also have to know your music because your listeners, they know the music that they're listening to in jam. That's one of the things with uh, Jam because it's a, it's a niche uh, station. It's yeah. alternative rock uh, yeah. and indie as well. 
So when you have a niche station and you have niche listeners, you're going to get people who know by the date, by the year, when a, a certain album was released and when, uh, and even backup info about it. That's why um, I think Jam uh, has that kind of vibe that you don't, you can't just have a gift, gift of gab. Because when you when when you mention like for instance Marilyn Manson's uh, portrait of a fam of an American family came out in 1993, but it actually came out in 1992, uh-huh. there will be someone who will be correcting you on the text line or in some way, and they'll call you out for it. Like, who is this DJ who doesn't know when Marilyn Manson's album ever came out? And you were, you were off by a digit. By <laughs> You're a digit. already on your yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah, but but for me, I, I really appreciated that about the kind of work that you need to do in jam. Maybe, yeah. I, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I liked it so much because it made me want to uh, check myself. Okay, am I being accurate with the things that I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And uh, did I do my uh, due diligence uh, in researching about the music? Uh, and I'm, my... And I have to ask myself, am I qualified to even talk about this right now? Mm, it takes so, a lot. That takes a lot. It of does. Honesty. It does. And the thing about Jam too is like, uh, we got, if we're going to talk about Jam, we also got to talk about NU107. NU. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, because NU, uh, when NU107 left, it's not directly spoken, but... Mm-hmm. Jam became the spiritual successor for it. And uh, it's not official that that's what you call us. Yep, yep. But since NU left, there was this hole in the music sphere in the Philippines for rock music, for mm-hmm, indie music, mm-hmm. for local uh, Pinoy music right. that you can't find in most mainstream radio stations. True. And Jam had to fill that gap. And when you went, go to NU107... They also had very particular um, personalities there. They were rock stars. Yeah. Um, just very like different rock stars. Yes. Actual rock stars. Yeah. Actual rock stars. Yeah. Not so the, not, that's the not, kind not, of people that you have to be. Yeah. No, pop, not at all. Pop, pop stars wanted to be rock. Yeah. That's what they the, wanted. To you be. know what? I, I, I imagined um, like Jam as this, the radio DJs in... GTA San Andreas or like all of the GTA. Yeah. They yeah. had such a fine point of personality that it was hard to imitate elsewhere. And I found that in jam. Like, Oh, you have people who are hard as nails with when they go on board, you have cool people just, Whoa, you know, it's hard to explain. But yeah, was it you who told me that you would play, you would play GTA just to stay in the car and listen to the songs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, <laughs> oh, those were f- 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 those were fun times, man. Like I, w- I would do were. the same. I would do the same yeah. because I, I'm shit. I wasn't always good at at PlayStation. I'm not good now. I just finished. Um, <laughs> what did I finish? Uh, I just finished Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Origins. If you've if you haven't played it, 
one of the best mm -hmm. ones i'd say and right yeah. now i've been on metal metal gear solid 5 phantom for the longest freaking time because it's so easy ang daling ano eh ang daling mag-alarm nung maalarma nung mga tao that you're you know creeping around and you know <laughs> all yeah. stealthy and shit but yeah, yeah uh, I, I tried starting the witcher and ah, you know beautiful game failed right away <laughs> 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 i'm no i'm 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 no good at this i'm not no usually not when i like when i tell my friends to like start playing the witcher yeah, they're yeah. like dude what is the witcher anyway it's like i don't even know if i want to play it it's uh -huh, like okay uh -huh. imagine breath of the wild with boobs Ooh yes yeah. because, <laughs> because of yennefer yeah <laughs> because of yennefer yeah yennefer and everybody else there so my guy friends are like, oh yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll play it, I'll play it. It's like, his, gotcha. his boobs. boobs. <laughs> I, I think that this is the first episode where we ever mentioned the word boobs. So yeah, yeah. there's always a first. We're thirteen year olds, we're like, we're thirteen year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if oh my god, they said boobs on the podcast. <laughs> they said boobs on a podcast. Children, if you're going to do a podcast in the future, yes, you'd be making the right choice because there's no censorship here. But the law is not retroactive, so please do not <laughs> put yourself at peril with the law, with just me saying that. Do, do not quote me on that. But yeah, um, so it seems like, you know, yeah. the, the, your voice is something that, you know, I can cut any of your limbs. I can cut any of your limbs, but if you lose your voice. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's hard to imagine. It's, it's hard because aside from, aside from also being a radio DJ, uh, to all our listeners, the, the way it usually branches out is, uh, when you say a radio DJ, when you say an events host, when you say a voice actor, right? And you also mm -hmm. do the other two that I mentioned. Which came first? Was it the being a radio DJ? Was it, was it being a radio DJ or was it being uh, an events host first or was it voice acting first? Um, no, I started off as a reporter. Yeah. Wow. Um, in high school, uh, I was a reporter for Knowledge Channel for KNOW, and I was the school's um, student correspondent. And I think that was the first time um, I ever did voice work too, because you you need to do voice work if you're a reporter. Man, so and, you did the research and you did the voice. Um, for the show, I didn't do the research. I was given more of the script, and then I would read it. Got it. And yeah, shoot, then record me being in front of the cam and then just uh, memorizing the script. Mm -hmm. Did that yeah. do a lot for your um, self-esteem or your confidence? I think so. Uh, I think so. I think that's when I had the awakening that I wanted to be in media, not necessarily entertainment, but more yeah. in media. But right now you're in entertainment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, there's just the hustle in productions, the kind of focus and concentration that you need to do. I mean, you would understand, Mike, too, because you're in you're an events host. When, when before the lights even go on, there are so many things that happen. That's true. 
That's so many, so much planning, so much uh, pre-production that needs to be done. And I live and breathe for that. All of that planning, um, the research, the coordination, it fits in the bill. True. So would you say that, well, it's a lot of people might think that when you look at that statement alone, it's kind of sadistic or masochistic rather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I hit me with uh, this is what I thrive off of. G give me pressure. Yeah. I like, I like it. Yeah. I like it here. So, yeah. it, w where do you think you got that from? Your mom or your dad, or was I, it a tita or tito? Oh no, where did you get that fire was, from? Uh, a lot of um, a lot of factors. I think one of them is because of my mom. My mom is very driven, um, even now at forty-four. She Man, is still doing. Young. Yeah. She's young. My mom had me when she was still in college. I'm the reason why she graduated college. And that's the reason <laughs> like, why, why Neil calls me Kuya. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. my mom, uh, just a sidetrack, this is a side note. Yeah, um, yeah. My mom failed math a lot of times. She doesn't like and math. And then <laughs> when she got knocked up, she yeah, talked to the no. professor. She was like, sir, please, pasan na po ako. I'm pregnant, so yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> and then she graduated. Really? really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. would get, you would definitely, you would definitely get away with that uh, back then. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's it's one yeah. of those tricks that you pull. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, how's how's your mom now? Like, what what does she do? Uh, she right now she's a teacher. Slash assessor for Tesla. She's awesome, dude. Anong sabi niya nung naging radio DJ ka? <laughs> she was just like, just don't get killed. Just don't get killed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Don't get killed. Dude, ever since I was younger. Yeah. Just don't get yeah, killed. Ever since I was younger, that's all my mom would tell me. Just don't get killed. Because um, she gets it that I'm very driven and very... What do you call this? Yeah, I'm a, she gets it that I'm very ambitious and that I'm very driven. So she's just like, just make sure that you're safe most of the time. Right. And uh, don't get someone pregnant. That's one. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. and don't, uh, don't fuck too. up your life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But a lot of factors also stem from it. Um, my mom knows this and most people who are close to me. We had a rough childhood growing up. Um, our family business um, went bankrupt, and then we had to live. What was your family business? Uh, before it was a school. My mom inherited a school from my grandmother when she passed away. And it went bankrupt schools. for a while. Yeah, and then um, we were like uh, riches to rags, basically. And <laughs> yeah, and I had... Uh, uh, a tough childhood. The the neighborhood where we used to live in was very dangerous, very dangerous, unsafe. Dangerous, like kids your age but not your size would kick your ass and shit like that. Uh, no, not just like that. But the areas where we were situated in here, uh -huh. um, they were notorious for crime, for drugs, for a lot of illegal stuff, and. Welcome to the Philippines. The immediate area was also very uh, hostile. Hostile. 
So yeah. It's either, so yeah. Go ahead. So growing up, uh, you know, you see kids who die. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was in fifth grade. I had classmates who would go to class today, and then you'd never see them ever again. Or kids who would sell drugs in fifth grade, smoke at fourth grade, or stuff like that. Just really rough public school life. They smoke. They start smoking weed in fourth grade. Third grade, even, dude. It's it's a uh, the, the kind of um, environment that uh, you get to experience when you're in public school right. is very very rough in the Philippines. Oh yeah, I can attest to that. I, mean, I went I went to a public school. Yeah, so, yeah, I yeah. Alejandro All of the kids who went to public school, you know what it's like. You yeah. know what it's like to have classmates who are gang members. True. Who, you true. look at them funny. You'll get beaten up outside. How did you how did you maneuver through that? Because it's easy, especially at that age, to get sucked in. Um, with your mom's words, like how basically was it was it her voice that you were hearing in your head as you were growing up uh, and, and trying to avoid all these um, pitfalls? Because it's easy to get sucked into them. Um, my mom knows <clears throat> that we had a very rough life. Uh, at a certain point of yeah. our lives. So right. we had to not just learn how to listen to our mom, but also be very independent. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to things like that, you have to learn how to read the room very early. You need to learn how to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You need to learn how to uh, make sure that you're not, um, bringing in some conflict to your life, making sure yeah. that you're uh, squared away. Because uh, when you're in that kind of uh, environment, and when we were at that point, you always tread the very thin line of what's acceptable and what's not, especially if you're in the lower rungs of the economy. It's so easy to be sucked into the lower, the dregs of society. The dregs of society, yes. Uh, The thing that makes it worse, it's not what they do, it's the psychology behind why they do what they do. Yeah, Um, and dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not against any of my classmates, though we had very, all of us had relatively rough childhoods. Yeah. But growing up, I'm more empathic towards them and everything that happened. Because, you know, a lot of them are just really striving to be better. Their families just have not the kind of means to rise up. I mean, I had classmates in fifth grade who had to stop school because they had to work at fifth grade, dude. I had, I had classmates who, um, who, alam mo yung pagpag, kuya Mike? Oh, naman. Yeah. May classmate yeah, yeah. ako, yun yung, pin- yun yung kinakausap niya ako isang beses. Parang sabi niya, nakatayin ko na ba ng pagpag? Hindi, kadiri yun. No, hindi kayo. Masarap kayo. So parang, yeah, tapos parang magkukwento siya sa akin na um, papasok siya ng school na nakakap kasi nagka, naubusan ng battery yung razor nila sa bahay. So, hindi, uh, so hindi pa tapos yung, yung gupit niya. Pero siyempre, may school siya. So, kailangan niya pumasok. Tapos nakakap lang siya buong araw. Kasi nahihiya siya siyempre kasi hindi tapos yung book niya eh. Ibang klase, no? 
So wala silang pambili nun. So when you when you're there and when you get out of it, I think that's one of the most um, life-changing experiences. Because when I was younger, knowing about my classmates who were like that, where I get to visit their houses and you can barely call it a house. Yeah. I have s- such tremendous respect for people who are just striving, trying to survive every day. Yeah. Man, it's so hard to be poor in this country. Toto. It's so it's so hard because you you'll never know. Maybe one day you guys are eating something nice, then tomorrow someone can get shot. You or something bad can happen like this, or you have tons of debt and you can your children will inherit that for the rest of their lives. And I don't know. I part of me wishes in the future that I can just go back to the kind of communities where uh, I grew up in, mm-hmm. especially in the rougher times, and just help them out. Because really, it's it's hard. It's hard being there. I think uh, in your in the platform that you're using and what you are right now, you can definitely advocate for advocate for people to maybe do something. I don't know exactly what it is, but you know what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that it's easier in this country, at least. It's easier to get sucked into you know, the the dregs instead of rising above it and transcending your your environment which is exactly what you did if yeah. kung masusunod ang teorya ng mga tao na who would look at your town for example mm. they would take one look at your town and say jan sa lugar na yan there mm. is no one there is no one that's going to succeed from that town i can tell you right away people oh. can round it off just like that oh yeah my dude I had one of my closest friends, and I just want to shout him out, to Jerius. Jerius. Yeah. We were talking about this um, when he visited me in the station. And yeah. we were both like, because he's also, um, ele- his life elevated from that kind of environment as well. Mm-hmm. And we were like, dude, do you know how lucky you and I are? Mm-hmm. We're like, we're the the position where we're in where you're earning so much money now and what i'm is, in a position where <laughs> what does jerry's do um i forgot but he's he he's earning a he's significant amount of money got yeah it, got it okay and <laughs> you don't get and, into that when you guys get together yeah just keep yeah, it cool yeah. like like the boys yeah got it of course and and we're like dude parang naiiyak kaming dalawa noon na pinag-uusapan namin siya kasi dude in our situations, in our environments, it was so easy for us to do drugs, to do a life of crime, to knock someone up because we're just stupid young kids. Yeah. But you know where we are? We're so fucking lucky. Yeah. And we were, we were both agreeing. It's like, how the fuck are we here, man? How <laughs> the fuck did we survive that kind of shit? And it, it's, yeah. it's moments like that that made us like, Man, I I just want to get better so I can teach the kids what not to do and what to do to like get them to a different position. Because man, so many people need help. So many people need help, and 
when you you're given a once in a lifetime chance to be like uh, it's hard to say but where i am now given the platform i am you're right yeah i i just want to take advantage of like making my life right so mm-hmm. that when kids hopefully eventually look up to me mm-hmm. they can definitely say that oh you know what puya neil did it right and yeah. he came from us relatively because we were richest to rags yeah i can tell them that you can do it too you just have to make the right decisions and you have to be careful with your life you're right living proof that you can make it if even if the situation was reversed against you if the stacks oh, sorry the the odds were stacked against you it para sa kasi i'm not sure if there's much of a difference when it comes to being richest to rags or just being dirt poor all your life you're mm. both starting from the same spot you know from the same yes. square and a lot of people become preoccupied na eh kasi hindi naman ako kasi galing magsalita ni kuya ni kuya Nili or ni kuya Mike eh hindi naman ako ka, ma, ano may makapalang mukha na uh, kayang magsalita sa mikropono ganito ganyan hindi eh actually you know I, i'm a kid from Sampaloc mm. i'm a kid from Sampaloc dude like it's not It's not just you know studying in in UST. Yeah. Oh, pero ako laking sampalo kasi ako. Uh, yeah. Kung matus- kung masusunod lang, kung masusunod lang yung mga yung mga nagsabi sa atin dati. I'm I'm, I'm not sure if you've had this but yung mga tao nagsabi sa na hindi walang maging maging walang kwenta lang ng buhay mo. Mm. Oh, walang mangyayari uh, sa iyo. Yung mga teachers, yeah. mga every you know, like yes. you have those people. Kung, kung, well, I can understand now why they said that. It's because mm. that's what they saw in their surroundings, and we were receiving, we were receiving their assessment of their surroundings. So mm. I don't know. It could be you know the, the the things that we consume. It could be the things that helped us. You know, it could mm. be the things that we consume. Uh, it could be you know. Well, I'm sure it's a lot of God's grace or the universe's yes. um, guidance. You can you can call it that, pero I'm just happy. I mean, that's why I I think that's why you are so driven, because you knew that you know one wrong decision and you're in that alternate truth where none of what's happening to you right now is happening. Yeah. 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 Diba? parang pwede namang pwede namang hindi pero nangyari. Mm. It's because of the decisions that you make or have yes. have made for the for you and the people that you love, you know. So yeah. voice voice acting, how long have you been voice acting? Um it would be a stretch to say almost 10 years because I'm counting since the st- since the time I started doing um the knowledge channel thing, but why not? Uh, really getting <laughs> call call a spade a spade, you know. <laughs> Yeah, call it, probably call it 10 years. But uh, if I took it seriously, I'd probably say since I started in SDI. So that's like three or four years. Three, yeah. four years na. Kasagsagan. Yun yung tiyatawag na kasagsagan. Yeah. In three or four years, um, can you explain to me, let's say that there's there's Neil who is working in nine to five. There's a, there's a Neil in an alternate reality, um, a separate reality from this. Who is working a nine-to-five job? How crazy mm. is 
Neil Caronan's life in, on this earth compared to that guy? Like, what are the things that separate you from a guy who is at a cubicle from nine to five? Uh, I think it's, um, that's a good question, Grimley. It's a very good question. Take your time. <laughs> I think that guy would have, I think that guy would have made very safe decisions. Right. And I think that's, that's our biggest differences because I can still imagine myself taking like a nine to five job. You can? Most definitely. I can. I can, I can definitely what? see myself doing something like that. What would you do? Like what industry I don't know. would you like to be in? Cubicle work, dude. Most definitely. BPO? I can imagine myself doing that. But I'm crazy enough to be like, yeah, but no, dude. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I, I'll sell my soul. You know, <laughs> I'll sell my soul Who if that happens. like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it sounds like well, I can't. It feels like it. I can't speak for other people. That's how no. I feel. I feel like no, I'll sell no. my soul for that. Because mm. I don't know. I feel like I'm always looking for something bigger to do, and. If I did the nine to five job, I think it would be for a different reason to not just be safe, but maybe it would be something ramping up for something bigger, you know? Understood. I take the nine to five job because I'd sell my soul just for a little because if I needed the money, I'd do the nine to five. Okay. So this would be and more if, of a survival call. Yes. If you are yes. to, okay. Uh-huh. And I don't see it very negatively. It's just, I am a person who always wants to do something big. And if I don't do it, I know in myself that I'll die. You know, and if sorry, I don't get it out, uh-huh. that's something that I've, uh, that's something that I've mentioned before. Um, I don't want to end up being 50 and say that I have so many regrets. Okay. Okay. And I'd rather risk my life Mm -hmm. rather than stay on the safe and uh, wide path. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because there's, uh, I don't know. There's just this deep fucking fire in me that wants to do something big, wants to prove something to myself. Mm-hmm. Now, as what you were talking about a while ago, in my head, I in the back of my head, I have the voices of the people who told me I couldn't do it, and Which I listen to them good from motivation. time to time mm-hmm. when I'm at my lowest point. When I'm like, "No, you can go do this. Yeah, you can go do this." The bounce back. Yeah, and then yeah. in my head, I'm like, "No, I'll prove you wrong." I'll prove you fucking wrong. And then, <laughs> Yeah, you just go full on beast mode. Yeah. 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 I can't explain it yet. I, I have, um, I don't have the right words to think about it yet, but when I do, I will tell you about it. But let's just say that I definitely, I dream big and it's either I go hard or I don't at all. 
can can people still do that? Like, we received tough love. Being told that you can't yes. do something, being told mm. that you can't do something basically is tough love. But knowing how things are now, you have to be politically correct in what you say and be mindful of what you say. Of course. Can the elders, or should the time come that you are a mentor, um, you know, a teacher, a guru to someone, and someone's taking your lead, do you think that can still apply? Do you think they would take enough, enough slack? To right. take risks? Well, not to take risks. Basically, the people who told us who, that we can't do it were challenging us. And that lit a, lit a fire within us. But, you know, if, if, if you were to say that to someone right now, I won't say an, mm-hmm. I, 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 an age. It's, uh, it varies, right? But if you speak to a certain demographic and you say that, would it still have the same effect? What do you think? Because I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the I think the the rhetoric for that should change. It shouldn't be you can't do this because you're this. Mm. I'm more like why aren't you doing this? Because you're this. You know, come from a point of seeing the greatness within another person, and then instead of telling them that they can't do this because of their barriers, mm-hmm. tell them instead na. Like, for instance, um, someone who might be great at drawing. Right. You know, or some, someone who's good at art. Mm-hmm. But they say, you know, you're never going to make it because um, your situation constrains you from this. Your environment is against you. drawing. Yeah. No, no. I would be like, <laughs> no, yeah. dude. Do you not see the kind of work that you are doing? Yeah. How old are you? If depending on what age they are, or depending on the level of work that they do, and the quality of the work, but they don't believe in it, I'd be like, "What the hell are you doing, dude? You're wasting your talent. If you don't do this, you'll never know in the future if you're gonna make it or not. But you're the only person who can tell yourself or who can find out whether or not that's gonna be that's gonna happen." If you do the work, it can or cannot happen, yep. you know, but you just got to risk it because in, by the end of the day, um, what did Charles Bukowski say? There is, don't try, don't try, do it yeah. like Yoda as well. There is no try. Just, I don't know. I'm botching up the, the thing, but like, just do the thing, dude. It's only natural for work, a DJ to do that. Yeah, put in the work, and if it fails, learn from it. Yeah, and go for and try something else. If you're not good at it, try something else. Right. I'm more of like, if it if it comes to tough love, it's always building up the person right. in a positive way. Yeah, making yeah. them realize the kind of qualities that they have within them. Okay. You know. And then telling them the potential that they have, the kind of impact that they could be doing for the environment that they have mm-hmm. and telling them that, Hey, if you, you're capable of doing this, mm-hmm. dude, you know, it's kind of like your responsibility for yourself to try out and figure out who you are mm-hmm. and figure out whether or not that thing you're, you want to really do is really for you. Don't listen to me, yeah. but look at what you can do. You know, I don't know if I'm even making sense, but yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because you know why I I would always, 
I was, uh, at least in my head, I would always play this dialogue between me and, uh, for example, let's say it's my father, right? Mm. And he would tell me na, eh, gusto mong maging, kasi nung bata ka, syempre, gusto mong maging artista. Baba. Kasi mm. that's the only platform where you can sing, dance, and act, right? Oh, yeah. And I, I have, back then I used, <laughs> I used to dance, so I used to have two out of three. Right, <laughs> yeah. I, I, be, I believed in myself. Na parang, shoot, I'm gonna freaking make this, man. Pipila ako sa ABS CBN. I used to do that when I was like in my teenage years. Pero um, sinabi, at some point, uh, sinabi niya tama nyan. Uh, tigil mo nyan. Uh, bakit? Hmm. Wala eh. eh. Hindi naman lahat ng tao na mahilig eh. Uh, mahilig sa ginagawa niya ay ibabalik yung pagmamahal hmm. ng trabaho niya, right? Hmm. But like, I think the thing that made us compensate for whatever losses we have and landed us where we are is because we wanted it fucking bad enough. Hell yeah. Hell the yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, we, we, we wanted it bad enough. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and Kuya Mike, mm-hmm. even if like you, your dad has a point, that, that's true. Not everyone who wants to get into the business yeah. will make it into the business. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to find out whether or not you are fitting in there if you don't try. Yeah. Right? You said it, my friend. And, you said and it. Would you, yeah. Would you rather, would you rather in the back of your mind have that voice that tells you that, you know what? Maybe you could have made it when you never yeah. tried. Yeah. That is going to bug you forever, dude. It's going to mess with your mind. For sure. You're going to be like 60 or 65 and say, you know what? In my 20s, I should have tried it at least just once, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But now, will you wait for time to erode your options and your opportunities? While you have the capacity, go for it and do it. For sure. Because it's life or death, man. And not just like life or death in a literal sense. You'll die inside. Yep. Death of the mind. Dude, do you yeah. want to be like a zombie just walking around telling yourself, oh, you know what? I could have been this. Oh, you know what? I could have been this. Yeah. I would rather take a slap in the face from the biggest corporation to tell me, sorry, but you're not that talented. Yeah. Like whatever training you do, you are never going to be that good. Ah, uh, corporate. To be at yeah. that level. Yeah. I would rather take that rejection. Yep. Yeah. And say, sorry, man, you're not that good. Yeah. As opposed to never trying and never putting your back into it and just giving up on it. That's right. And 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 the idea that too is like you don't not everyone has that privilege. I get that. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is in the kind of position that you, me, my friend has the kind of opportunity to be uh, somewhere better. To thrive, but yes. When, yeah. To be but at a when place you where have that opportunity, yeah. right? Do you stop or do you never take it? Do you, do you doubt yourself at that moment and say, oh, you know what? Maybe it's not for me. When it's right there in your face, yeah. right? Yeah. You take the fucking chance, bro. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and if you, you fall, 
you know, it's I, I like that you're you're becoming really passionate about this. I, I can tell you're getting really worked up. I love it. Oh my god, yeah. Um, uh, and and the worst thing about people who semi make it, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, I mean, at least we. Ako, I can say that I've had a taste of that life. I didn't want to. Mm. I didn't want to stay in that space. I, I I I don't know. Like maybe I'm ADHD. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> pero yeah. pero you, you know the people who have seem to accomplish less in the same space as we are. They mm. would run around. You know they'd be doing something else, of course, and they'd be running with their new set of friends, and they'd be telling. Pag dumaan sila ng ABS-CBN o pag dumaan sila ng GMA, pag dumaan sila ng PTV4, uh, ah, dati, alam mo, may pila ako dyan eh. Kasi, oo oh nga eh, nakita ko nga sila, Anne Curtis eh. Nakita ko yung... Like, but at the end of the day, you know, even if my friend was telling me that, there would be a nagging question in my head that I may or may not ask, depending on kung gano'n ako ka-confident or kung gano'n ako komportable sa kaibigan ko na yun na nagkukwento. Pero the, the burning question would be, Why didn't you go for it? Like, what made yeah. you stop? What? Why did you stop? Right? Yeah. And 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 the mas nakainis paron is the reason would be, eh, kasi I have to provide for my family. Eh, eh kasi, um, well, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if there's an urgency or you know there's an emergency in the family, someone needs to be attended to real quick, and you need funds for that. That's perfectly understandable. Of But course. if your family is just, they're perfectly fine. They're perfectly healthy. But if they are just in opposition of what you want mm. and that's enough for you to quit, mm. my question is, bro, like what else are you going to go for in life? What is going to light you up? What is going to set you on another path? What is oh the you know, yeah. other thing that you're going to be passionate about and you're going to be doing it for <laughs> the rest of your life? Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. And like, the thing about that is, I think what a lot of people don't know and don't experience is that kind of thrill and the kind of excitement that you get when you do try, you know? It gives you, it, it like almost literally gives you a hard on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. For some people, okay, let's not, let's not forget the the spectrum that of 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 uh, or the scope that we're looking at of the people who have gotten into this business or that your business mm. rather um of of being in broadcasting some of them you know uh fame floats their boat freebies floats their boat you know yeah. float their boat but uh, there are some people whom i know who actually have a genuine love for broadcasting and they have freaking microphones tattooed on them Hello, Alexi. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Alexi. Uh, yeah. So she's she she. Yeah, I worked with her when I was still back, uh, working back at F F F M one, eight seven five, right? Eight seven five F M one. Magkatabi lang tayo eh. Kayo yung pasan namin on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Right. But we but we didn't have any commercials, so. <laughs> Just flexing. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it didn't bother you didn't even flinch my guy that's how good jam is that's how fucking good yeah. jam is but alex you know she was really passionate about about broadcasting and it's been her whole life um she's now with q105 
Mm. Have you listened to them? I haven't been out a lot. I haven't been in the car a lot. That's why. I, I think I got to hear them like uh, uh, last week because we, we still have a radio at home and we, yeah, yeah. we listen to different radio stations. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Why do you listen? Oh, dude. Wait, am I? I want to hear what other people are doing. Okay. And if I hear someone great, my God, I want to do what they're doing. You right, know, right. there you are people in off. FM1. Dude, dude, in FM1, there are radio DJs there that when I hear them doing their spiels, it's yeah. like, holy shit, that was smooth, bro. Yep. yep. And I was like, I need to do that with my stuff. Mm -hmm. Or like, um, what? Like, um, even. When I hear uh, my coworkers, right, when they're doing their their stuff, like for instance, Jobim, or when Candy does it, my God, it's like it's a different way of doing things completely. And like for instance, Jobim just says stuff on the fly, and you're like, "How the fuck do you know that thing?" But that is so fucking interesting. Correct. And then when you have like Candy who goes on air, there's like. That's so much attitude. She's so cool. And it's like, that's just candy, being candy. Yeah. You know? And Smeltering. Yeah. And when you hear, like, for instance, even Steven, Steven is just like, man, I want to be that dude's friend. Yeah. That's just how the affect that they have is so amazing. And yeah. it's just, ah, I'm, I'm I was not. ask you about that. You, yeah. uh, when would you say that you're the newest addition so far to Jam? Um, technically, I'm not the newest. I'm the, uh, I am the youngest in the radio industry because the person who got hired before me, um, she's been in the radio for I think two or three years. Hold on, did you I say you're, you're you're the youngest in radio right now? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Radio uh, industry. I'm the youngest in the industry in our pool. Oh, okay, okay. Whew. Okay, right. yeah. I was gonna start Sorry, calling you. Bad. I was gonna start calling you Wonder Boy. Uh, <laughs> that was true. Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so nice to hear people doing their thing, and you're in the same industry. And I don't know. I don't feel threatened by them. More like, man, I wish I knew what they knew so I could do it myself. Yeah. And I just want to learn from them. Dude, I work with Candy, Steven, and Jubim mm -hmm. um, from Mondays to Thursdays on our show. The morning show, morning show. Mondays to Thursdays, 10 a.m. to 10.30. Do it, do it one more time. Do it one more time. This <laughs> yeah. One more time. We're on the morning show, morning show. Morning show, morning from show. From Mondays to Thursdays, 10 o'clock to 10.30 a.m. on air and online. And... Uh -huh. Getting to work uh, with them, I just observe like how they do their stuff, and it's just amazing getting to hear them talk, getting to see how they handle themselves. It's like it's so tight, it's so clear, they're so natural. And for me, that's one of my biggest struggles. You know, like when you're in front of the mic, dude. 30% of your or 40% of your personality doesn't come out. And usually yeah. that 30 or 40% of your personality is the most interesting thing about you. That's true. You know That's what true. I mean? You know, yeah. I have, I have, I've spoken to a couple of people in the, in the podcast industry right now. They are starting up their own podcasts. You know why? They used to be on radio. 
they used mm. to be on radio and you know they, they they said there's you know more than the limited talk time it's this persona that real mm. that part of that, that genuine part of you that's want that wants to speak out about things that you know people should be talked about um not because you want to shove it down their throats it's because yeah. you know it's it's something that really piques the, your your interest you know what i mean but in short, yeah um I agree with that totally, totally. Sometimes it's not just 30 or 40. Sometimes, you know, it's 80% of you. Oh, that's true. Like it's 80% of you, shit. Like I got to put on this, this, this face. I got to put on this voice when I, when I talk on the radio. Pero Mm. like with, with, um, Sinajabim, Candy and, and, and Steven having done what they've been doing for, for how long they've been doing it were they more of when you entered that fold, right? Was it more of like, okay, welcome to the fold or was it more of like a neophyte out of initiation or (laughs) like you said that you do most of the research in that show, the morning, morning, morning show. Yeah. Yeah. Morning show, morning show. The morning, sorry, the morning show, morning show. How could that fuck that? (laughs) Morning show, morning (laughs) show from 10 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Every Uh, Mondays to Thursdays, sir. Mondays to Thursdays, ladies and gentlemen. These people do not get get a day off. Well, they <laughs> get Friday to Sunday off. Yeah. So, yeah. So you do most of the research. So, does it feel like that? Like the neophyte out of initiation, up to this point? I think. Um, I think uh, if we use the term neophyte, I think it would have a um, a negative connotation, but more of. I want to see it as I'm entering their tribe. Do you know what I mean? And I'm the newest in the tribe. I don't know how to move yet. I don't know. I don't have the same experience, the same know-how that they have. And I have to learn from them. And I need to be part of that group. So part of it is um, something unavoidable wherever you go. Mm -hmm. You need to prove yourself to the people who you're, you're going to work with. You need to prove that, one, you're trustworthy, that you're um, capable, and you're, you're reliable, yep. and that you can do your job. And I think me being the runt, you know, of, of this station, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Runt. I'm okay with it. I am the rookie in the station. I have so the much rookie. to learn. Yeah. And, um, but also, at the same I time, think you, have the, you have the most potential. I I would I would think so I would think so because I, I so. am still uh I'm still I'm still in the mold you know I'm not fully formed so you're and you're, you can you, you get to sit around them uh sit with them around the bonfire but you don't know the rituals you don't know the dances of the yes yet, right yes okay, so someone's got to and I'm I'm, I'm definitely fine with um doing the research, knowing how to move things, how to talk still. Mm-hmm. I, until this day, I get uh, pointers from Candy, from Jobim, and they're, they're generous towards it. They're like, Neil, um, make sure next time, like when you talk, you do this. Um, or cut this out when you're talking. Or try to do this when you're talking. What's the best lesson and, uh, you've learned uh, out of the three yeah. of them? It could be. Yeah, when you're in when you're in this conversation, don't be afraid to jump in. Mm-hmm. You know, certain things, small things, and me not me understanding my position in our whole hierarchy. 
I'm fine with it. I'd rather grind and work towards the kind of seniority that we have or the kind of position that they have mm-hmm. because uh, I want to get there and earn it, you know? I don't want to just be there like, hey, you're a new hire. Welcome to the group. You're like, no. That's what a lot of people misunderstand. Just because you're hired doesn't mean you're part of it, you know? doesn't mean that you can party, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to earn your place. Um, my mentor, and this is my, the mentor who's just slapped me with the best kind of truth mm-hmm. um, for everything that I'm doing. And still the person that I talk to until now. Miss Pinky Aceron, who's uh, the voice of Globe. Yeah. Hi, Miss Pinky. She was, Ms. Yeah, Pinky she, was, she, was, <laughs> she was my teacher uh, in UP uh, in, in for <coughs> broadcasting. Excuse and me. She Did gave it? me that one advice that I will never, ever forget. What is it? And it was to earn your stripes. Earn your stripes. Earn your stripes. Because, man, just because you're there, you can't take it for granted. You can't be all like, I, you, I can't make the mistake that I'm in my dream job mm-hmm. and then fuck it up because I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I made it. You know? Yeah. No, dude. And that's half the battle. That's not are- even half of it understood you are and you are not just saying this to scare the listeners who might want to be djs because this is actually part of this is actually part of being a dj you know everyone that you've been with have had to earn their stripes yeah that's true and um, it's 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 an expectation it's an unspoken expectation among people in this industry who do who's who specifically do uh, radio broadcasting. Yeah, and I would even extend it to anything that you're doing, you know? You, uh, it's hard to think that just because you have the privilege, you have the right, right, right. to do it. Right. No, um, Mom Pinky also said, you know, trust the process. She's and, dropping buttons. Yeah, bumps, dude. Man. And it, it was the right kind of um, lesson that I had to hear at the right time at the right place. Cause it was like, no dude, you're, you're very young. There is a lot for you to learn. There is, and even when you're older, there is still a lot of stuff that you have to learn. Stay a student to the game, man. Stay a student. Always, always. And um, I, always have that perspective and going back to like what, when we started the, the, the episode, I feel like I have so much to learn and as knowing and accepting that fate, I'm more, I'm not concerned about um, whether or not I make it to the end because I'm enjoying the, 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 grind the struggle the process itself and i'm learning so much through it that when i'm at that goal already when i reach it i'm more of like wow i appreciate the what i went through more than the goal itself because when you're at that goal already when i when i started in jam 
that was also the smallest. That was the biggest I've ever felt, but also the smallest I've ever felt. <clears throat> true, true. Because it was like, it was such a stark um, realization that you're here now. Mm-hmm. What's next? That's, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Um men are natural hunters and if you are to translate that to a trait or to a character that um mm. ideally mm. men should have right mm. well actually to be politically correct um women mm. should have this too yeah. it's an ideal trait you just have, to have different rites of passage that's right um it reminds me of a book that i read by tim grover do you know the guy he's tim uh, grover. yeah he's the guy who trained michael jordan and kobe bryant i used to, i used to play his audiobooks all the time when I was on the road doing events pre-quarantine. Yeah. So he said, yeah, well, basically, I, I can't go back to what he said, but he said something along the lines of the scariest guy is one who is addicted to the process. Who may, you, you may not like the process, but you're addicted to mm. it because yeah. you, are, you are obsessed. If you're addicted to the, to the process, you're obsessed with the end result. And that is a hard guy to beat. And that guy, that guy would always say, okay, next. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I, uh, there's so many things that um, when I got to being in jam, mm-hmm. I valued more the lessons that I learned to get there than being in jam. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's easy to get used to any new environment, no matter how, you know, uh, how far-fetched you may think it is, if you're, especially if you're looking at a, a point of view. About, oh, I used to only dream of this, and now I'm here. It's easy to get mm-hmm. lost in that. And, exactly. Yeah, and much more. You fuel the fire that's burning within you. Mm-hmm. It's easy to lose. It's easy to lose. And uh, I think that's like one reason too why I'm, I'm, I don't know. I feel weird saying this, but I, I'm not in it for the fame of being on radio. Why is it weird for you? Why is it weird you saying that? Because I, I feel like I know a lot of people who are in the industry, mm-hmm. who are there to get their name out, you know, that's their end goal. And I don't, I don't have, I don't share the same values as them. All right. All right. I value more like what great mentor told me, mm-hmm. Sir Brian Lixai, who is something with someone we both know. Yes. Direct, Brian. direct Brian Lixai. I also <laughs> had a great conversation with him in the previous episodes. I think it was either episode eight or 10. Might want to check mm-hmm. that out as well. He is a great yeah voice actor and an even uh, well not an even better but uh, you know he's a he's an awesome uh voice director so you might want yeah. to listen to that episode too what yeah. did what did direct brian share with you he, he was a, he, he was a dj too he was he was he was and he was like neil make sure that whenever you leave the booth you gave something meaningful to your listeners Holy shit, he never, he never told me that. <laughs> yeah. Mike, you know how hard it is yeah. to give someone meaningful discussion on air? I, I can imagine how that is. 
because it's so easy to go to more salacious topics. Salacious. Something that's very, um, what do you call this? Very um, intrigue provoking. In, yeah, yeah, more yeah. sensual things that yeah. tickle people's fancies. Oh. But yeah. by the end of the day, I my personal goal is to tell my listeners something that makes them think the whole day or add something valuable to them listening to me. True. You know? True. And I, I, I don't know, maybe it's my education uh, in UP because I also had like great teachers and mentors who were all broadcasters in their own way in, in the university. And it was definitely something that they taught that make sure that when people listen to you to whatever it is that you say it's it it provides them value you know a I, really good goal to have that's a really yeah, good goal it's, to have it's it's hard to say something meaningful it's hard to say something nuanced it's hard to talk about hard topics but if it calls for it should you go the easy way out and do something that is just going to pander to the general public or find a voice in find your voice more importantly and go against the grain not for the sake of going against the grain but because there's something that you understand and that you feel is necessary for you to say that's right if you don't say it it will cause other people harm you know in the long run yeah for sure in the long run and right, that's right. my that's my perspective all the time and it's ah uh, it's 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 hard to translate in in radio definitely to have such quick skills and thinking to have everything you say be that way yeah because it's a struggle for me even until now that when I go on board, when we go online, to say the things in my head. When we finish the broadcast, it's usually, shit, I should have fucking said that. That would have made more fucking sense. You, you now I can't fucking say it. Yeah. 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 And I, I wish, mm-hmm. yeah, I wish I could, my, my wish is to make Every time that I go on air, mm-hmm. people can relate to it in a good way. People can find that, oh, you know what? Because Neil brought this up, mm-hmm. clarified something for me. Right. And I feel like that builds up <clears throat> more credibility, more be- a better repute, and generally it makes me feel like I did my job right. I'm more of, if I did my job right, then I can sleep tonight. Rather than, wow, I have so many followers. Or, wow, I got so much more likes today. I feel like it would be, for me, I can't speak for everyone, but I personally don't find the value in that. You don't give a shit about that. I've gone on to say, yeah, ah, more like, I, yeah, I don't find it that important. I feel like there are so much more important things than that. To me, yeah, yeah. to me, I think there's so much more important things than that, which yeah. is 
I've gotten so much flack for this before from friends, from coworkers. Na Neil, you should definitely be working on your social media. And I think you've also told me that. Have I? You know, I I think so. But I think you know, I think that was when we were talking about hosting events and just you know, uh, uh, yeah, maximizing your visibility on social media. But it's you know, yeah. uh, radio is a totally different arena. I would never ever <laughs> uh, tamper with that. Yeah. 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 But That's I'm more like, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm more like, I'm okay if people don't know me. As long as I gave them something valuable. Because you know, it's it, it's not important because them knowing you is such a one way street. And one way streets mm-hmm. do not um, do not flourish. You know what I yeah. mean? As opposed to, for example, I, I have 10,000 followers. Okay, you can follow me. You can buy the shit that I'm promoting online on Instagram, whatever. But uh, real connections, like listeners who turn into your friends. And, you know, yes. you, you may or may not see each other for the duration of that friendship. But the thing is, you know, you have something real. You share something real <laughs> with this person. And I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. if, if that's 10 people, I don't, I don't give a shit. I'll t- those are my 10 people. <laughs> Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't want to play the smoke and mirrors. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to um, act a certain way for people, post a certain way for people. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. You can't find that here. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to make. And I feel like this isn't something that you can contest for me to do. Because I feel like this is what I was made for. Yeah. And I just want to cut the fat and just connect to people. Give them something deep, something important, you know. In a fun way. In a fun way. (laughs) In a fun way. I I have a tendency to be very, very um, serious. So. (laughs) I appreciate that about you because a lot of your mga kaidaran mo. For example, how far, how, how far apart are we? I'm 36. You're 30, you're 36. I'm 23. 23. That's 13. 13 years. 13. 13 yeah. 14. 14. 14 in 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 a few days. But <laughs> you know, um, just like transcending, like we were talking about earlier about transcending your environment. Um, it's important that you stay mindful of the things that you've grown into. You know, yeah. not not just because, uh, not, and and not be as tip the typical, uh, twenty three year old guy who is you know, um, sex crazed, drinking every mm. night. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you got good grades, okay, I'll give you that. But shit, what is driving you at the end of and uh, at the end of it all? You know, like when I strip everything away from you, what is left? Uh, how mm. were your morals? How were you, how was your how was your moral compass? How how was your um your 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 virtues, your values? You know, like what is what makes you a standalone human being, and what can people count on you for? So that's where your being a radio DJ shines out or stands out is because people count on you for content, and I'm mm. I'm really glad that you have your head in the right basket in in, in a way that, you know, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Mm. There are actually some things that I wanted to say, but I, man, it's either I forgot to say it or I can't say it because I'm on this platform. I'm on radio. 
but mm. if it were a different <clears throat> scenario oh man i'd give you so much more value and mm. the 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 radio is a very powerful medium because uh you can't you can't cover your ears <laughs> yeah your ears, right yeah you can't cover your ears um Man, sorry, I, had I don't to, know. I, I had to take a moment. I had to take a moment and digest all of that. That was that yeah. felt good. That felt good. Guess I, yeah. when you're surrounded by a lot of people who are in it for different uh, driving um, or different intentions, let's go. Let's say intentions. Yeah, I'm in radio because of this. I'm in, I'm in radio because of that. Your way of thinking doesn't even start like that. It says, yes. I've, taken, yes. I've, I've taken care of this for the longest time. I've built my fucking self to get here. And what am I going to do here? Yes. I'm not going to be like you guys. I'm going to be me. Yes. Yes. And and uh, I don't know. Um, there, was this, is, there was this quote from someone that I don't remember. Uh, it's a common quote. It's like... Um, Youth is wasted in the, uh, with the young, mm-hmm. you know, You're and I don't want to be part of the young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be part of that demographic where people can say that I wasted my youth, you know? Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, um, people would usually categorize me as very boring because I don't drink. I don't party. I detest doing all of those things detest. i'd rather go yes the test is yes. okay all right all right the test is a strong word but i definitely feel that way towards it okay. okay if i would drink i would drink just like once a month maybe once in two months yeah okay and then because i feel like there's so much more things i have to do there are so many more things that uh, there are, I, I found things that I enjoy better right, right. Than, than being there. So it's not really, a, I'm not against people who do it. I understand that uh, we all have our different tastes, yep. but I found, I found my niche very, uh, niche very early, mm-hmm. which is um, to just work, to grind, to build up what I want to do in the future and keep working at it. And yep. I enjoy working so much towards my goals that I feel like if I, uh, I'm, I'm very careful too with the people that I, I bring into my life. Yeah. Because the last thing you want, especially if you've given, if you're given an opportunity like this is to squander it by doing um, questionable stuff or doing wasting Incrim- your time incriminating yeah, stuff. Incri- yeah incriminating stuff yeah um at the same time to um bringing in people who will derail you from your goals you know oh, you'd find a lot <laughs> of those in the world yep you'd find a oh lot my gosh yeah world. and dude I, I was listening to uh, Kevin Hart and Joe Rogan's podcast and um, Kevin Hart was talking about like 
meeting people who are like-minded uh yeah who are like-minded uh yeah. from him and he was like i don't feel bad or i feel i don't feel threatened when i feel when i meet people who are on the same path as me who are typically boring who like the grind who like the work who want to go for the goals i would rather just sit down with him and brainstorm and yeah. then figure out where to go that's what, how you what make what did you do happen yeah that's how yes. you make it happen yes yeah. and yeah and it, it's like um i want to go there and i want to go there the best way i can because i have such long a long list of plans that i'm already doing now and i'm like if you're not on board sorry man i cannot be friends with you i'd be your acquaintance yes but sorry um you keep them at, a, at a distance yeah 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 cuz you, you want to be careful have you met people who are like that queen mike like, oh yeah a lot of them yeah. in my life you know they say you're they're your friends you know they say you're they're your friends but they're and, like and they say that they love you Oh. I'm not talking about a girlfriend, okay? And these are people, oh, that, yeah. you know, they, you know, yeah, you're accomplishing so much and I want to be there for you all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, like whatever mm. you do, I'm 100% beside, beside you and behind you and in front of you. And, and then you just don't see, you know, there's, it brings you to a, to, to, uh, to a space in your mind where you have to wonder like if i if i'm if i'm the shit in your life right if i'm if i if i'm if you adore me so much if i'm that much of a driving force in your life why are you, why are you not changing anything mm. yeah um you know it reminds me a lot like uh in in the conversations that i've had with direct brian uh direct mm. brian Ligsai, um you know he's that he's that kind of person like He's not the, he's past it. He is past the point of telling people now, okay, if I inspire you so much, why, uh, why are you not, why don't I see the effect? Mm. He's past uh, questioning people of why yeah. that is. And he just has developed this gut feel. Mm -hmm. This gut feel of saying, now, okay, let me work with you. All right. You say you want to do better, do better. All right. Mm. Mm, not, get, not getting better not getting better now the question for you if you were Derek Brian is do I tell him do I impart my my experience to lift him up um kapag kapag nagpapakita yung tao ng effort sige bakit hindi pag alam mong genuine yung mm. effort pero pag alam mo pa banjing yeah. banjing bakit pa diba para oh, yeah. diba wala eh Wala, wala nang patutunguhan yung magkasayang ka lang ng oras. Tapos, most of all, you are gonna build a, a, some sort of a weird dependency. Mm. That, that person's gonna build a dependency towards you. So, parang, yeah. uh, yeah. fuck, man. Like, uh, you don't need worms. <laughs> you know? You um, what was that Bible verse, dude? Like, parang, never cast your pearls to swine? Uh. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Just yeah, three days yeah. Ago, it's it's but... it's the idea that um, any goodwill that you will do, any uh -huh. good thing that you might be doing, if you say it to the wrong person, they'll just trample on it. You know. You are right. And, and and it's 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 hard to find people who are genuine enough 
to um, one criticize you, actually observe what you're doing, mm-hmm. and see that oh you know what he's actually grinding, he's actually trying his best to improve himself or herself, and that's right. Um, often than not, I think one of the perks of this industry is also it's one of its back. Um, it's a double-edged sword. You really get to see p- what people are like. Like, you see uh, how um, abusive some people can be. Yep. You see how cutthroat some people can be. Yeah. Our industry is one of the most cutthroat uh, businesses there is. Amen. It's hard to be on top, and it's hard to even get somewhere. So you find really a spot need to get a spot. Period. To, yeah. 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 It's so hard. So you, you, you definitely meet people who will try to derail you. And usually it's just the best thing in the world when you find people who are like-minded from you. Um, one of the dudes who I talked to, um, I can't say he's fully my mentor, but he's definitely a guy that I can go to when I have problems. Uh, yeah. Stan C. From Wave Oh, Stan C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. He's, he's such a... He's, he's like a big brother uh-huh. when he dishes out some truth to me too. Sorry, is he a gem now? Oh, he's in Wave. He's in Wave. He's in Wave right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's in he was, Wave. He's trying to and he was, uh, um, that for the listeners. All right. Yeah. He was, he was talking to me about like how lucky he was that he found a tribe for himself. Mm. A tribe of people who he can talk to when it comes to uh, issues in his career Yep. People he can just rant about too. Yep. And people who genuinely feel like they have his best interests. He, they have his best interests in mind when talking to him and doing certain things. Cause so now we're talking about the importance of finding your, not just a mentor, which is equally mm-hmm. as important as finding your tribe. Yeah, finding your tribe. You have to find your tribe because... Um, being alone in this industry is very, very hard. And even in life in general, it's hard to live alone. There are definitely certain things that you need help with. And finding people who can help you, yeah, finding people who can definitely help you um, one way or another is a blessing in itself. Because one one fact that I all, one saying that I always tell myself is that I'd rather be alone than be with bad company. Definitely. Those who suck the energy from you. Yeah. The energy vampires, people who fake friend you, they tell you, bro, man, man, I'm always here for you, bro. And be like, you were never fucking there for me. You just like the fact that you can tell me that you're there for me. So shut the fuck up and, you know, shove your fucking bro, on a bro up your fucking ass. Just because you're a DJ now? Like, do people yeah, do oh, that? Just dude, because, just dude, because, I mean, because I, they put such a premium on being, on someone being a radio DJ, especially someone that they yeah. know. Bio, like, yeah. we, we obviously keep a level head. We never let it, mm. you know, get to our head. But uh, they put such a premium on it. Out of the blue, Oh, there, there are, and um, okay. there are even places and like communities 
that when they introduce me, they're like, Oi, see Mr. DJ? Oh, Mr. DJ? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Just fucking hate that. Dude, Just hate I that. didn't meet you that way. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, you find that you're, I find that you're giving me attention when before you could not be bothered by me. Yeah. You would definitely ignore me before because I was like some nobody. And now you're like, Oi, bro, man, miss you so much, man. Oh, my God. So, 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 na parang sa tingin mo di ko ba nakikita sa tingin mo ba bobo ako na hindi ko nakikita yung ginagawa mo tangina ka hindi kasi pare yeah alam mo uh, kaya, kaya nila iniisip yun kaya nila ginagawa yun siguro ito teorya teorya ko lang din ha? kasi hindi naman ako science eh hindi ko alam kung hindi rin ako ano hindi rin ako psychic pero ginagawa nila yan kasi syempre iniisip nila na ganong klaseng atensyon ang kailangan mo they're pandering to you bro they're pandering uh, to you So, parang okay, yeah, you know what? Let me be the let me be the 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 supportive fucking um Alaskador friend na yeah. because you know I can't you know stoop yeah. too low because Neil is here, the radio DJ is here, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Parang it almost it almost feels like they're mocking you, doesn't it? Yeah, dude, and you, you can tell, ba, oh, diba? yeah, diba? and you can tell when they're being genuine towards you. Totoo, you totoo. can tell when they're like. Whoa, guys, uh, this is Neil Bala. Oh. Guys, uh, try to listen to him. He's actually a DJ. Yep. But when yep. you go like, Uy, guys, I'm not DJ ito. Oh, buddy. Oh, diba? diba? There's, to all our listeners too, you know, you might think of a friend of yours who is genuine and you might think of the fake one that you have. And those, that, those are the differences between them. There's a structure. There's a certain structure that genuine people have. And there's mm. a certain style that fake people take on. Yes. Right? Yes. It's heightened even more when you're in a position. You can see people just who are trying to just pander towards you and trying to get in your good graces. And there yeah. are people who are just like, Uy, dude, you're busy Okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. Diba parang, that's so different from bro. Wow, in a big time kana, tangina. Oof, utangina mo, bro. <laughs> What's your mom's name? Grace. Hi, Tita Grace. <laughs> <laughs> you raised me well, mom. <laughs> you raised me well, he's a cursing son of a bitch, but he is a good yeah. man. At the end of the yeah. day, he is a good man. Um. So you you talked about a long list of the things that you wanted to accomplish next. Um, if we were mm. to zoom out of mm. of that list, like what goals are you trying to accomplish? What's next for for Neil from here, being a radio DJ at um, Jam eighty eight point three? I think um, one is uh, to be a good radio DJ. All right, you you don't feel like you're a good DJ right now. I think I'm getting there, but. Um, I want to be good and I want to be a better radio DJ and I want to be, hopefully, in the future, be the best. But I also want to start writing because that's what I was used to in school. Um, we were trained to be more of the people in the back, uh-huh. the people who write, produce, direct the shows. 
So I definitely want to try my hand doing that. Even, it, um, even if it means, even if it means moving away from the limelight eventually. Most definitely, most definitely. Okay. Because I feel like people will recognize my 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 work better. Oh, definitely. If uh, when when I when I'm not on there, you know, when I'm not in front of the camera. Yeah. And I I definitely want to start doing that one. Um, I have a podcast coming out. Oh, wow. Hopefully, yeah. What's it going to be uh, about? Uh, it, it's a mix of, uh, it's mainly an interview podcast. Interview podcast? And Sounds familiar. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, oh yeah. I wonder which one, Kuyama. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of, uh, sorry, uh, is there a particular focus when it comes to the, the, the type of guests that you're going to have on your podcast when it comes out? Yeah. I hope, uh, I hope I can get like some of the industry's greatest uh-huh. and talk to them about their path, their journey, and how they came there. More of like a focus from more of a focus on the wisdom that they have yep. and humanizing these great figures in our industry mm-hmm. and kind of like in a way documenting their history and how they came to be. Because, no? yes, I, 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 I fully understand. No, I fully appreciate what you're trying to do because a lot of people want to have these conversations with mentors and seniors and people with tenure and people who are successful just because they want the gems, you know, but, mm. but more than that, more than the hack, right? More mm. than the, more than the hack and the methods that they apply. I think it's all also just as important to know the struggles that they've been through. The, yes, the, yes. The, the things that, you know, that they went through. Because um, it goes back to what I think when I might, we were talking about a while ago. Mm-hmm. When you see that your heroes are just like you, when you realize that they eat the same thing, well, probably not the same thing, but they eat, sleep, and shit like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat rice like you'll be, rice. Yeah, you. Yeah, you'll, you'll be encouraged to pursue things even more. Definitely. You know, I mean, it's a good form when, of, of disenchantment because exactly, yeah, because you're making things possible for yourself. Yeah, it gives people in um, my my ultimate goal is for someone somewhere who wants to go in this industry and happen to stumble upon the the podcast and say for themselves, you know what, let me try. Let me try. And just to have that one spark, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm so good with that. Because yeah. they heard like um, industry greats like Mampinki mm-hmm. uh, share a story about something extremely embarrassing that happened to her when she was auditioning. And that one person who heard the podcast, who just came out of something similarly embarrassing and say, shit, she didn't stop. Why should I? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Who are you? That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, ang ang ganda, ang ganda ng intention ng podcast na tatayo mo. Yeah. And and will will this be concurrent with you being on air at at Jam at 8.3? Are we looking at, you know, at a time frame that's that soon? I think so. Kasi, I think yeah. So. Kasi I, I think it's 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 a really good move because um you are in in the arena and you are yeah. active you're actively participating in that arena while you still have you know not that they're going to retire anytime soon those fuckers like Jobim and Lambert I don't think they're going to retire anytime soon they're fucking <laughs> yeah you know um but while you have them in the same like in a way you're giving them their flowers because when you ask someone about their their experience it's like you are you are appreciating simple as that you are appreciating their struggle their accomplishments and everything in between so yeah. what's the pod do you, do you have a name for the podcast yet i do i do and uh it's called uh, studio stories uh i got a credit sir brian because he mentioned it first because i'm i'm working on this podcast with him Yeah, and yeah, he mentioned that. Hopefully, when when this episode comes out, mm-hmm. um, we would probably be um, producing it already, and we'd probably be promoting it already. So, yeah, hopefully by then it can yeah. it can work out. <laughs> Lord willing, yeah. and, and he, he uh, coined he coined the he coined the the name of the podcast. So that's that's a really good uh, that's a really good name. Yeah, and it's a really good name. A way better than mine. Story. <laughs> no, way better than my name. This yeah. one's iconic, man. This one's iconic. Um, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to give people real conversations from people who they thought were not real, just because you know this this industry has a habit or has always had the glitz and the glamour and the mm. premium that they place on 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 people you know similar to you. And yeah. I'm not just trying to deconstruct and dehumanize. I'm really trying to get to the heart of why you are where you are. Because if, if I'm being honest, no one asked me this, but the reason why I became a radio DJ for, you know, uh, two of the stations here in Metro Manila in the past is because they just landed on my lap. I didn't take yeah. up broadcasting. I didn't take up, you know, mascom or anything, you know, media related or, No, nothing like that. They just landed on my on my lap. And when you're a kid, you know, it's it's not it hasn't it's not like it's always been my one dream to be a DJ, but when you're a kid, you want to be a basketball player, you want to be an astronaut, you want to be a teacher, you want to be a, a DJ. You want to be a that's one of the four or five things that you want to be um when you're five or six, right? I remember thinking that way. And that's the, the that's a driving force of why I developed such a love for um, not necessarily broadcasting or or music. I, I love music. Don't get me wrong, but I love conversations. I learned to love conversations that 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 um, are not incriminating or not crass. You know. Yeah. Like, Yeah. There's a purpose. The, my, I think the purpose that we both share being in the places that we are is we want to bring value by educating the people because they've been dumbed down for too long. 
And now that we are mm. offered an alternative uh, medium, this is the time for us to strike. Most definitely. Most definitely. Because, studio story. you know, if, if we have the opportunity to be here, um, we kind of have the responsibility to, to give back. Amen. A fucking men. You know? Kasi, am I the only one who feels that way? You know, I looked up to a lot of DJs, right? I'm not going to name names, but a lot of DJs have come and, let, uh, come and gone and they've prospered. They've profited from their fame, right? And then they just fucking leave. You know, I don't know what the fuck they're doing now, pero you feel you you feel cheated don't you like when you see yeah. someone like you don't want michael jordan to retire right he did it twice but he came back <laughs> which is you know like uh, ultimately put me in a very confused state <laughs> with the other idols that you have or the people that you look up to when they leave like that's a big dent in your life right <laughs> So yeah. when that happened, like, okay, I see how this is uh, working, working now. Like he wasn't always a, a, a broadcaster. He was actually rich from the, from the beginning. I don't give a fuck about that. That's none of my business, but he was not poor. He didn't have to struggle to get to uh, broadcasting, which was just a stepping stone for him to gain fame and endorsements. And then with the money that he got from those endorsements, he reinvested in himself and then he just poof, gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ganoni. And, you know, I'd, li- I'd be lying if I said that that was not a smart move. But, you know... Oh, like, yeah. I Most that, that's a very smart move. That's a very smart move. That's I'll hand it to them. It's a smart move. Yeah, man. Only if we were earning the same as they did. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, Greg Ryan, he had, like, freebies. Magpaparinig lang siya dati sa radyo. Magpa-time check yan. Siguro mga pa. Oh, yeah. One o'clock in the metro. Ganyan. It's a big Brian eh. Sarap siguro mag- magpalabok ngayon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sarap siguro magpalabok ngayon. Yeah. Tapos may bigla lang darating na palabok sa kanya, pare. Ah. Sa mall siya nagdi-DJ, di ba? Sa Vira Mall ba yun? When, when they still had that? Ayun. Yeah. So we don't have that anymore, dude. The, yeah. the radio industry's changed like, very much. Yeah, let's. Uh, let, um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you go in a bit, but I, I. That's one of the most important things that I wanted to know from your perspective, being in that arena. How is how is the rate? How is radio doing right now? Hmm. Because hey, you you do have transparency when it comes to data and the research that AC Nielsen or Cantar does right? Because yeah. that helps you with your next game plan. But mm. like with, with, with radio being in the state as it is right now, I don't even know what to call it because I don't, I don't know what state it's in. Yeah. I think it's hard to assess what radio is right now as of the moment because of the pandemic. Um, because I definitely felt before that the pandemic was happening that it was starting to have a rise again. You know what I mean? Um, there was like a resurgence in interest for younger generations to be radio jocks again, um, to enter this industry. Um, I'm definitely sure that there was a lot of innovation that was going to happen. And there's a lot of potential in radio for us to explore it with. Because I don't think 
we're even at that level where like BBC are is making audio documentaries. Audio on documentaries. Radio. Audio documentaries on radio. How long does or, it? Like the it's interesting. Journey? We we got to practice it when we were in school, but also um, very groundbreaking ways of discourse. Very groundbreaking ways for us to make radio dramas and all of that. I feel like mainstream media and mainstream radio mm-hmm. still has not unlocked that kind of potential yet. So far, I, I, I can't say that uh, I'm going to disagree with some of my mentors because some of them think that it's um, dying, but definitely think, I definitely think that there is a lot of potential for it to evolve even more than where it is right now. If you we just need that one person to be stupid enough to try it, mm-hmm. and then all hell will break loose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Coming from radio myself, it, it would be painful to look at it that way that, you know, that industry is dying. I do not, you know, my, my brain doesn't accept it. It mm-hmm. doesn't accept it. Pain. And, uh, and, you know, I, I agree. I was going to say when you have a group of people, a, good, a group of good people with good ideas or crazy ideas, you know, that could propel radio to the next level. Because right now, when you look at the demographic, it's not as intact as it used to be. Um, a lot of people are listening to streaming. And when you say streaming, it's, uh, it's either music through Spotify or it could be a podcast. Wherein yes. you have the same production elements that radio currently offers. I think um, the, the, what I wanted to ask next is, you know, is this something that's specific to the Philippines? Because if you if you listen to other radio stations around the world, do you have Radio Garden in your in your app? No, but I do sometimes listen to like some productions. Check from that. other bro, bro, other countries that app when you download that app it 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 you you'd think you were in google earth right but that 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 globe has different like dots like hundreds of dots all around the world you click on one dot you're in uh, uh, freaking antigua yeah you click on the other <laughs> you're in freaking texas you're in bosnia you're in, like it's got everything around uh-huh. the world so um does it I miss the time when people only listen to their radios, like radios, talaga, the mm. the two way cassettes and all shit, all that shit. Um, but on my own, um, what do you think it should do to integrate itself better into smart gadgets? I think. Um... I'll have to double down on what I said and definitely think that I don't even know if double down is the right term, but yeah, double down is the right term. To, yeah. It's the right term. Um, <clears throat> we definitely need people who are brave enough to try something new. Cause the reason why we have a dime a dozen of radio stations that say, sound the same way is because, um, of the financial constraints of radio as well. I know what you're talking about. 
Because we can't deny the fact that there are advertisers and advertisers want to hear a specific thing. And what the advertisers are pandering to are our listeners so that they can listen more and so that they can, so they can sell better. Yeah. You know? And that's just being pragmatic about it. I'm not trying to shit on the industry. That's just how it is. That's how it is everywhere. But I think the reason why uh, radio in the Philippines is going so stale is because we don't experiment enough. We don't have um, a lot of people changing up the environment, being brave enough to talk about certain things um, that will pander to a specific kind of person. You know, um, I think it, it's, hard to, it's hard to say without uh, being, I don't want to sound remiss, but we need people who are on opposition, oppositions to have their own radio shows so that we can see what not to do and then do better than that. Yeah. And then when we see someone doing better, we find something that they're not doing properly and then do better than that and then start to experiment. Because if anything that my education's taught me is that there is so much potential for radio. And being in in my school and having the very the very big privilege of having to have um, teachers and mentors who are both seasoned veterans and mad scientists in <laughs> the realm of uh, in radio. Yeah, I definitely think that um, there are so much more things that we can talk about. Like for instance, um, if I'll credit the first radio station that I think that has definitely given me a voice, it would be the radio station in my school, in UP, DZUP 1602. And the kind of content that they make is not something that you'd hear in radio anywhere. If you want to hear what radio could sound like, I think you should definitely go to DZUP 1602. They have, their programming is different every day of the week and every hour. Wow. They have a segment for Filipino folklore. Oh. Oh, not a segment. A show for Filipino folklore. Oui. Oui. They have, they have a show that is run by psychologists. Wow. Talking about um, our, our mental health. Okay. They have a show that talks about pets and animals. All of those things sound really interesting to me. Exactly, right? But we don't get to hear it. And they have yeah. such diverse kind of sound that it's, it's frustrating to not hear it in mainstream radio. Well, because it doesn't make anybody money? <laughs> I think so. Being very frank. Oh, well. It doesn't make money. You and me both. I don't think so. You and me both, but you know, what kind of, how much creative juice do you have to have to be able to produce those kinds of shows, Deba? I mean, it's just, <coughs> excuse me, it's, it, it would be really disheartening if I worked on that, if I was with DZUP 1602, and then, you know, after I'm done with that stint, 
I go into what's the next step. Okay, mainstream mainstream radio or, or mainstream media. And then, okay, you do a totally different thing. You stop with the stories. You stop speaking with the psychologists. You even stop talking about pets. So, hmm. parang, putang ina para saan lahat yun? Diba? Mm. Yeah. Fuck, okay. All right. All right. Dude, I mean, I hope the government hears this someday. Yeah. One of the great things about being um, in such an experiment um, driven area like UP and like DCUP, they're not afraid to try out new concepts or segments. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting what they're doing, but also sad because no one's listening. You know, there are people who listen. There are people who definitely listen and who are um, dedicated fans of the station. But it's not going to be enough. I definitely think that there there is so much more for people to to hear and listen to that here in Metro Manila, for instance. The kind of things that we wish that we should be doing Uh on radio and being having the kind of meaningful conversations that we have it's there. It's there in DZUP. Got it. It's Got a it. bit more academic for some people, but what if everyone started listening to that academic kind of content mm-hmm. and then we just eventually raise the bar for everyone where it becomes our new normal to be a bit more academic when it comes to our radio broadcasts. We're not just there to get the ratings or things like that. But, you know, it's so punk rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you so were, punk rock. I'd like to, I'd like to ask you next. Um, if you were to speak, because there are still aspirants out there <coughs> who might get to listen to this podcast. I don't know what the odds are of, of that happening. But if you find that next person who wants to enter radio with, with, you know, with a fire in their belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you, what would, what kind of advice would you give that person? Just try, just try it out. If, if they have that fire to want to pursue this thing, yeah. don't be afraid of the rejection. Don't be afraid of the rejection. Try it out for yourself. And always ask yourself, will I be able to sleep if I didn't do this today? Will it affect me 10 years in the future, five years in the future, hell, even three years in the future, if I didn't take this opportunity that was given to me? And at the same time too, keep improving on yourself, keep reading, keep, um, don't be afraid to reinvent yourself when you need to. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, ah, uh, yeah. Um, a guy that I listened to gave this advice. And I think that's the best thing that you can do. Play to win. Don't uh, play not to lose. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Go for gold all the time. It's acting Don't as if... Don't just try to maintain. Because yeah, you will not change anything in your life. 
if you just try to maintain things. That's right. It's, it's kind of conducting yourself in a way that you think and you believe that you will not lose. Um, mm. I have for also for the, for the young ones who will be hearing this straight from a DJ who is currently on that, that, that grind. Um, mm. There are seniors in this industry and who may not deal with them in a way that is uh, acceptable to them, uh, a way that is not politically correct. How did you deal with that? Uh, because apparently you were thinking, man, you're smart. You were, a, you were very conscious about uh, what you do, where you do it, and how you do it. Uh, how did you deal with people who are or have the tendency to not be politically correct? How did you take that? I just take things with a grain of salt for everything. I don't take it personally if they don't understand a certain situation. Louder for the people in the back. <laughs> don't take it personally. Um, don't take it personally. You have to develop thick skin if you want to be in this industry. And also... People I, I, I say the worst things to you, do the worst things to you, which will make you feel like you're shit yeah. it will happen yeah don't think for a f don't think for i think that's where you should start don't think that you're going to be able to avoid these things in They're fact expect them to happen right. right so rather than playing on the defensive you're playing on the offensive got it you're thinking that it will happen what will i do when it does Because it's better than lying to yourself, thinking that, oh, you know what? The world is perfect and everybody is going to be PC. <laughs> no, yeah. no, sweetheart. Sorry. It's not gonna People happen. will fuck you up. People will try to fuck you up in the smallest ways. Yeah. And I'd rather you think that it will happen so you will never get caught off guard. Yes. But at the same time too, don't, Don't stop being genuine. Don't stop dreaming. And don't stop um, going forward and trying to achieve things. Right. Because yes, it yes. is tough. It is tough. I think that's the best advice you can tell anyone. This yeah. shit is hard. It is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can stomach that, think about what you'll become after. Because no good thing has ever come from doing things easy. That's right. And, and no thing that's worth having ever comes easy as well. I like also that it's, it's funny that you said be as genuine as you are because oh yeah, um, the people who don't know and the people who don't aspire to be radio DJs or be in, be in broadcasting think that we're fake. Like just period. Mm -hmm. Every, everyone in broadcasting yeah. is fake. Everyone in media is fake. They're all trying to fuck yes. us over. Better no way. Yeah. Um, There's a certain genuine uh, 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 level of uh, <clears throat> authenticity that is required also on a personal level that you apply locally, which is mm -hmm. when people start telling you or giving you constructive criticism, or just tell, yeah. or just call you out when you're fucking up. Right? They can yeah. they can yeah. do either either one of that. It takes a certain genuine person who is honest with him or herself to mm -hmm. say that. You know what? Maybe I do. I do need to work on that. Maybe there's something I'm missing here. So that exactly, yeah, it, it encourages a certain level of in, introspection. Yeah.
which will help you. It, and it's um, when you're in this industry too, you know, <clears throat> you'll have to le- learn how to take things on your chin because there will be punches. Damn. And yeah. you will definitely realize what people don't understand is that when you're in this industry, you have to be genuine because people can tell when you're faking it. That's right. That's right. And one way or another, if you're faking it, it is so hard to fake it. Because there will be times that you will slip up and then people will be turned off by anything you will do because they'll realize that you're lying to them or you're not maybe to them, but you're lying to yourself. Oh, give me people can smell that. And when you're on air, that's amplified a thousandfold. That's right. I'm I'm glad I'm also glad that you said that because it's giving me we were talking about this uh yesterday before we hopped on this podcast um that people are starting to be more aware of what they let into their minds. Um mm-hmm. the reason why also podcasts are on the rise is because um we may have uh, gone over this quickly yesterday but people are so smart nowadays whereas before Um, because before rather, they used to base your credibility on solely on how you conduct yourself, how you dress, the color of your tie, how your, you know, mm. how your how good your hair is. No, uh, nowadays people will actually want to keep up to cl- stay close to the pulse of what you are perpetuating, because um, should they see any inconsistencies? See the the thing about cancel culture nowadays is whether you've done anything in the in 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 the present or in in the past it could yeah. be freaking like 15 years ago once that is unearthed you my friend are done so i think i think the best way to handle it queen mike yeah is to just be honest with yourself right and own it yep That's right. It's either you be completely genuine or you play a character. All right. Cool. You know? Cool. So you have the excuse. If you if you say something like um, controversial, but your point is that my character is a satirical version of this kind of person. Yep. In a way, you kind of get, get away with it because yeah. it'll be a reflection of something that you see in reality. That's And right. you put it in front of people's faces like... Do you not see how stupid this looks? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's um, what do you call this? It? It's kind of like the WWE. When they realized that it was, when people realized that wrestling was fake or when K-Fabe, K-Fabe. died. K-Fabe. Yeah, K-Fabe died. <laughs> what did, um, what did uh, um, wrestling do? Did it say, okay, now we're going to do mixed martial arts because, you know, we don't want to fake it. No. No, dude. No. They made even better stories because now – They, they can definitely make something that's um, fabricated, you know, mm-hmm. and they're not lying to you. Mm-hmm. They're like, even more now, do they have uh, higher standards for the kind of stories that they're going to create? Yeah. Because now there's no excuse for them to say, oh, well, that wasn't scripted. Yeah. No, now it's like, no, to the T, everything you do, If you're going to go for a scripted route, make sure it's the best fucking scripted thing that you'll ever make. It better be well thought out. You know? 
Mm-hmm. It, it better be well thought out because people, again, can smell it when you have half-baked ideas. Yeah. When you're behind that mic and speaking out into the world, yeah. people hear it. And yeah. I, I personally catch myself doing that from time to time. When I, like, when I try to talk about a song, but I don't really like it, yeah. I, that's how I started off. I'd be like, wow, guys, that was uh, interesting, you know? And all you say is interesting? Dude, that says that you're not interested about it and you don't care for the fuck about that fucking song. That's true. You'd, ra- you'd rather you be didn't. like, oh, yeah, you'd, you could just go the, the route that, oh, uh, this is a song from The Strokes. It was released in 1994. Uh, this is actually a song that was like this. These are the facts. I don't mm. find it particularly interesting, but maybe you do. So here are some details about it. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that that go that go hard or go broke. That's right. That's right. Or you know, I may not like uh, uh, where the streets have no name as much as I do with or without you. Those are both by oh, you yeah. too, right? You know. Yeah. You know, um, but nonetheless, I'm still a fan of their. Uh, I'm still a fan of theirs, mm. which is true for most radio DJs because that's why you're doing it in the first fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're a fan of music, right? Yeah, and and at the same time too, <coughs> you yeah. Don't be afraid to be who you are when you're on air. Now, for the people who are just listening to this and want to get into this industry, preach on. It's brother. better to deal. Yeah, it's better to deal with the backlash of you not being accepted for things that you genuinely like, rather than playing the long game and acting like you actually like certain certain stuff. That is way more taxing. You're gonna fall apart. Yeah, you're gonna fall apart, and it's dude. I tried that. For for a while, I tried to be like, oh, I miss your fucking wholesome. And it's like, yeah. I'm not fucking wholesome. I feel like shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> something of the like. If you're like that, dude, uh-huh. there is a person out there, most definitely, that I'm pretty sure will uh, relate to you. Definitely. That's and talk to shit. that person. Talk to that person, you know? That's real shit. I don't feel awesome all the time when I have a bad day. I have a fucking bad day. And if I happen to be on air, I definitely will try my best to not sound like I have a bad day. But sometimes it makes a crack. And I'd rather just say, like, guys, I haven't slept yet. So here are three songs. I hope you enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. That's real. That's personality. That's personality. Yeah. 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 Um, Neil, who are the people that you want to make proud with everything that you're trying to accomplish? My God, it would be, it would be my mentors. They have done so much for me, given me the opportunity to be even mentored, to be even thought of as someone with potential. It would be the likes of uh, Sir Brian, for instance. Amen. Mom Pinky. Um, they're, they're, my uncle, my uncles, my family, my friends who just supported me all throughout this whole time. Mm-hmm. Man, um, I know it's passe, but I de- genuinely feel like I couldn't be here without them. What's your fuel right now? What fuel are you running on? Like what inspirate, what inspires you? The mix of, it's a mix of seeing myself improve. I think that, I think that's one. 
I think it inspires me to see that I came from a da- very dark place mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And if there is one person that I also want to make proud, it would be myself. You've, if, gone through, you've, you've gone through so much. Yeah, dude. And we only talk the tip of the iceberg on the podcast, but yeah. I've been through some really tough and violent stuff growing up. And it really scarred me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that kid who's, who struggled so much to be just even good at something, who struggled so hard to even believe that he could be anything, I want to make that kid proud. Be like, hey, you know what? Sorry, bud, but you're wrong. Look, we're awesome now. You're doing better. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's, like a, it's like my own personal little brother. Yeah. I mean, I have little brothers, but I feel like that kid inside me is still alive. And he's there. He's like, dude, I don't think we can do this. No, man, it's all right. We can, okay? Trust me, I, I, won't, uh, I won't hurt you and we'll get, I'll get you someplace that's safe, that's great mm-hmm. and you'll be, you'll be safe there, you know? I appreciate that you said that. Um, Neil, before I let you go, I'd like to ask you this question. Uh, what, would, what do you imagine in your... In, 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 in everything that you've experienced, what do you imagine would be the one thing that would make you quit or stop what you're doing as a radio DJ? <laughs> if I if I was just an asshole, <laughs> I would say the money. <laughs> if someone offered me like, hey dude, here's some two th- trillion dollars. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be my price. It, it would have to be a two, 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 two trillion dollars. Two trillion dollars, maybe right. that, or yeah. maybe never. Maybe never. <laughs> maybe never. Yeah. That's the, the reason why I chose two trillion dollars is it's so impossible. Yeah. But I would. I don't know, dude. I don't think I'd ever want to quit doing this. It's it's and, so cheesy to say it, but I want to say no. it because I feel like I wouldn't be honest with myself. And and, and it it might be cliche, but cliches work. Cliches are true. So, I feel like I was made for this. There you go. Because I feel like I was made for this. I, I, hate, I hate it when people say it's cliche because um, more than the fact that cliches work, people do actually, you can't in, invalidate someone's feelings or emotions towards what makes them happy. And that includes your career. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, you, you, you can't, and yeah, you can't invalidate it. You can't tell me to. It's it's like when you're telling me that something else is better, or I'm meant for something else, and you see other potential in me. It's like you are telling me that what I want isn't worth it. Dude, and, I could do this for free. Yeah. I could do this thing for free. And that's don't how pay me. Yeah. I could do this for fucking free. That's how you know that you really love it. Yeah. I know. That. Yeah. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, this has been such a meaningful conversation. I've held you back for a long time. I know you're a busy guy. How many meetings do you have in a day? Like ten, fifteen. <laughs> it's always like yeah. a meeting. It's always like a meeting when I'm when I'm reaching out to you. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me tonight, Neil. Uh, please, 
uh, make it happen. Studio stories, make it happen. You have all my support, um, whatever you need, man. And uh, also with being a radio DJ, we, uh, we, we talked about this yesterday also. You wanted to be uh, a newscaster in the future. And I know that in your heart, in your heart of hearts, you actually have a genuine love for this, no matter what the fuck everyone says. So I mm-hmm. hope that happens for you. I know that, you, you know, I, I just know in my heart that that's going to happen at some point in some shape, way or form. Um, yeah. And Pare, all the best to you. You have my respect, man. We are Mike, thank you for even bringing me in this podcast. It's such an honor to, to be part of this show. It's so crazy. It's so yeah. freaking crazy. Yeah. And uh, Kuya Mike, I just, yeah. for you guys who are listeners of the show, I'm pretty sure you've caught on, on, all, on three it already, of you. But, all three of you. Yes. <laughs> but Kuya Mike is such a great dude who is not, um, who's not selfish when it comes to sharing um, information, sharing secrets, the industry secrets, being generous with as a friend um, when you need to talk to him and even like for instance this even this opportunity Mike, to be talking with you on your podcast honestly um, if ever you guys get a chance to meet Mike, he is such a great dude please go and go and make, make friends with him because I'm pretty sure he won't deny you that friendship so are you partner um, you know, I think you just brought a lot of value to this conversation, especially for this episode, because I don't think I've ever spoken. Well, aside from Carlos Franco from FM one way back, that was, I think episode, episode seven, we're at already, Jesus Christ, we're already at 25. You're the only other DJ that I've, I've spoken to who has gone on record and, uh, has, uh, shared with us everything that you've witnessed so far being, in 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 that in in the broadcasting space you know you you know how it's you know it's true when it's not all you know it's not all beautiful things because you also dropped some hard truths that people would have to face at some point if they are to find themselves in that's in the same industry so for that i really 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 appreciate you man and uh how do you feel about a part two sometime in the future like soon <laughs> within this year because Dude. i i think yeah you're, you're right we barely touched you know we we we're at the tip of the iceberg right now yeah how do you feel about uh, that oh dude anytime Kuya mike Talaga? any anytime Talaga. of Good course kapag, kapag hindi ka na bumalik dito ipiplay ko to ulit para sa'yo, tapos... <laughs> oh, sinabi niya to! Sinabi niya to! <laughs> yeah, man. So, pare, all the best to you, my guy. Again, hey, Mike, you, if you... I was there, where you are right now, you know how we are, I'd just hug you, man, and just say, ah. And say, fuck this virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a, have a great day. And, uh, yeah, we'll... Uh, be back for episode 26 that has been mr neil Karonan of jam 88.3 shit na plug ko pa for free god damn it uh Woo! one last thing before we go the morning sorry good morning morning, morning show morning show the morning the show, show. 
is from Mondays to Thursdays, and they are on from 10 a.m. to 10.30. You know, I wish you guys ran it for for at least an hour because it's such a fun bunch. Jobim, you got Candy, and you got Steven, right? So you can't go wrong with that that concoction right there. But all the best. And if you guys, um, I'll just plug also, if you guys want to follow us, it's uh, at Jam883. (laughs) Yes, yes, please do that. Cross-plugging. Uh, yeah. uh, on on uh, on this podcast, um, yeah. of course, we have a lot of new music uh, every Mondays. We also have locals only. So if you guys are like uh, aspiring musicians, most definitely um, send your demos um, to locals only ph at gmail dot com. Um, there is a chance for you to get to be played on air on radio. And um, if you guys want to follow me on my uh, Instagram, I guess, yes. or on yes. Facebook, it is at Neil D. Caronan, N-E-I-L-D-C-A-R-O-N-A-N. Yes. And you know he means it because he spelled his name out with his eyes closed. He means it. Really, seriously, if you want to follow a good guy on Instagram, no flash, all, all realness, man. Follow this guy. He's a good friend of mine, and I will, yeah, I will always be proud of that. Thank you so much, Neil. Thank you, Gray Mike. All right, guy. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.